0: hello and welcome to say a little prayer nigeria my name is sharon Tanko and i am your host now god is the same yesterday today and forever he has never changed and he will never change he has loved you even from before he conceived you and he proved that by giving you unlimited access to him but do you know how to love him back he gave us the answer eons before jesus ever set foot on this planet and in a sentence, it is obedience to love by faith. You see, faith pleases God and obedience proves your love. Now, in this journey through the book of Proverbs, we break down the instruction and we learn what true love should look like. Now, it may not be easy, but I guarantee you that it will be worth it. Listen. Listen. Okay, so we're back this week in the book of Proverbs, and we're picking up from chapter 6 to chapter 8. But before we begin, shall we say a little prayer? Heavenly Father, we're back. Father, as I speak to your children here tonight, please give me utterance. Let my words be your words, and let your truth prevail over all. Give us understanding so that your words never depart from our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. It is done. Now, we're going to jump straight into Chapter 6. Um, I'll beseech you. I'll beseech all of you once again. Please read ahead. All I can possibly do in the 20-odd minutes that I'm here with you is to give brief highlights and possibly answer a few questions in the process. You know, personal questions, your questions, implied questions, direct questions, and Even at that, there's only so much that I can squeeze in. So please try to seek God's word on your own. Remember, God is not something that you do at your own convenience. He ought to be every breath that you take. Now, for real, jumping into chapter 6, don't be lazy. Everybody's got something to offer. Think on it. If everyone's got a purpose, everyone's got an office. So what is yours? Don't slack off your youth waiting for the stars to align. Don't waste the time that you have to learn. Do what you need to now so that when the time comes for you to rely on your past work, there is something there. There is something more than air for you to stand on. Now, it doesn't have to be money. It could be a skill, a talent. Sharpen it. Don't just let it lie dormant. It could be an ability, an opportunity. These things are valuable. At the end of the day, all you have is regret. If you were too lazy to put in the effort to make something tangible, and please, for the love of God, don't spread strife. All you people that one problem always, God is not the God of headaches, He doesn't torment people. If you're going to be a reflection of Him then be a reflection of him. You cannot go around causing fires. For those of you who don't know, strife is defined as bitter conflict, You know, heated, often violent dissension. This means that where there is a lack of agreement and harmony, there is strife. And there are people who thrive on this. So you've got to be wary not to be an instigator or a victim of strife. Don't give people the reason to despise themselves. It is very unflattering to God. Now, I hope you have your Bibles with you, because I would like us to read Proverbs chapter 6, from verse 16 to 19. And I read, These six things the Lord hates, indeed seven, are an abomination to him. I'm reading the Amplified Version, 17. A proud look, the spirit that makes one overestimate himself and underestimate others, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Now I'll read this slow, so that it it, it explains itself. So please pay attention. Eighteen. A heart that manufactures wicked thoughts and plans, feet that are swift in running to evil a false witness who reads out lies, even on the road, and he who sows discord among his brethren. If you read the verse before this, that is verse 15, you would know that the reason to be weary of these attributes is to prevent your own destruction. Because once the plague comes, and it will, a person whose traits are such as these Their destruction, their decimation is instant. There's no foothold for them. And the reason is very simple. It's because these characteristics, they depict a stark absence of love. Love for God and love for man. Now, I know, I know, I know. To love God is easy. To love man, stubborn, wicked man, is wala. But do you know that these two loves are so intertwined that it's almost the same thing? In fact, one is a mere extension of the other. God, God is the sweetest. It is so easy to love this being that is so concerned, so involved, so invested in you. But do you know that how much you love him reflects in how you treat other people? what is that relationship like now if I'm in the father and you're in the father and oh that uncle that you don't like at all is in the father and that auntie that doesn't use to mind her own business is also in the father and that your bestie that stole your bay is also in the father and the father now asks you to forgive and to love them and to do something nice for them oh yeah send them urgent care. can I ask you if you really love the father or if somewhere in your mind you have prioritized yourself above him all those seven things they kill love they, they walk against love And if they walk against love, then they walk against God. And that is the one thing that God don't like. Because it's basically his children, sabotaging his good plans for them. You're stabbing yourself in the neck. Word to the wise. Don't dismiss sage wisdom from those older than you, merely because you feel like the circumstances are different And they could not possibly have gone through it. No two people are the same, no matter how similar they are. Their experiences may not be the same. Even if the circumstances are similar, the different individuals will not read it the same way. Different people will read things differently. So it is entirely possible that no one can know or would have experienced exactly what you went through. But whether they have or they haven't, if it is good advice, take it. Now, how do you know it's good advice? Well, for one, you don't always need spiritual intervention to know. Everyone has got a conscience. But if somehow yours is messed up, if it's shared in some way, and your inner leading is you know, very off point, out of the mouth of two or three, every word is confirmed. When you hear it, you'll know because it has been confirmed in your spirit. So listen for God. Even in the places that you don't expect him to be. Because if you are there, then he's there. <laughs> you know, moving on. It's like it's like last week I wasn't clear enough. So this week I'm going to be very, very, very clear. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Stop it. How can it be good? How can it be okay? It is literally called cheating. Haba, have a little bit of self-control. One should be more than enough. Honestly, please, don't touch what is not yours to touch, be it another man's bay or another bay's man. If you cannot do things the right way, then don't do them at all. Even the Bible, even the Bible says that such a behavior just shows a lack of common sense. I didn't say it. Read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. It's literally in this chapter 6. Go and read it. Moving on. Proverbs six thirty to 31. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. It gives me great joy. Satan is a thief. Jesus called it. The thief commit not before to steal, to kill, and destroy. However, however, if you catch the thief, he has to pay you seven times what he stole regardless of why he stole it read your Bible carefully regardless of why he stole it there is a catch however if you don't know what you own what belongs to you you'll never know when the devil stole it because he stole it there's no doubt about it he definitely mm, he stole it but You don't know because it never really occurred to you that it was yours or that there was anything that you could do about it. If you don't know what is meant for you, you can't accuse him. God is a specific God. you need to know exactly what it is that you lost. For example, if someone steals your phone or your car and you want to report it, You can be as specific as you want to be. You can talk about the make, the year, the mileage, the internal design, what you had in your dashboard, or you know, for iPhones, you can talk about your IME number. Because it's yours, ba. So you know what was taken from you. You know exactly what was taken. You you can be as specific as you want because you know what was taken from you. You have to be as specific with God. You've got to know exactly what you lost. You don't go vague because God don't do vague. Chapter 7, we're moving quickly. We're just in chapter 7. And this has been on repeat several times already. And now it has an entire chapter dedicated to it. So clearly it cannot be overemphasized. For the love of God. For the love of God be wary of wily women and vice versa now please ladies don't take offense a man wrote this particular book so it's his perspective and I guess from where he was standing he felt like men were easy prey even though they like to think that they are not but let's be honest he's not wrong the irony though is that we women we just tend to take the blame solely entirely we take a lot of heat from everyone we take a lot of heat from guys from girls from everybody right from elder adam that oh god is not me he's the woman that you sent me just carry the blame but guys you can say what you want to say but you are forgetting one very important thing you were the one that fell when she hits the fan No one is going to stand with you to back up your story or validate your excuses. The trap was set. It was discovered. It was revealed. It was clearly a trap. You knew it was a trap. They warned you it was a trap. She warned you that it was a trap. But somehow, somehow, you still fell. She loses nothing because she's lost. Or you, you're likely to lose everything. The things that you had. things that you would have had those things that you have been working towards for years control and discipline are your friends guys hindsight is 2020 stop thinking that this will not hurt you or that you can recover if you keep thinking that you have nothing to lose soon enough that will be true you know that one i actually learned it from hunter x hunter you see God can speak to you from anywhere, even anywhere. <laughs> so those who bask in evil, thinking that they have nothing to lose, they're usually the ones that end up losing. Half the time, they will never realize what they lost. Not in this lifetime. You know, I'm currently living in such a situation. I know someone, I, I know a few someone. Who have no idea that they lost out on glory to revel in a few moments of stupidity, selfishness, stupidity, one and the same. Now, before you ask, no, I won't ever say who it was or who they are and what they lost because what will be the point? Why would I broadcast that? If they want better, they should search their hearts. And draw closer to God I'm not going to snitch by the way I feel the need to to say just because you fail just because you fail, it doesn't mean that you were not of strong character or good reputation it was just that she the wily woman that sensual goddess that was your vice And you never trained yourself to withstand the temptation no matter how strong so you fell and you lost your strong character and you lost your good reputation most of the time you all tend to focus on oh it's just my first time I'm a first time offender or or, or, you know my being knows how I am Or, or this is my favorite it's in my blood it's just natural to cheat cheating is natural but sooner or later you have to pay the piper because no tune is free you can't say that you love God and make an exception for evil it's not possible there is no fence for you to sit on so be wise be wise wisdom is more precious than wealth gather all the wealth all the riches that you want all that you could ever possibly need you could lose your life because of foolishness or sheer stupidity now i want to read from the book of proverbs chapter 8 from verse 22 to 30. it's amplified so that you can connect deeply i read and yes by the way i'm going to do the whole of proverbs amplified is more effective. I read Proverbs eight twenty two to thirty. The Lord created and possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old were accomplished. From everlasting I was established and ordained. From the beginning before the earth existed, I, godly wisdom, existed. When there were no ocean depths, I was born when there were no fountains and springs overflowing with water before the mountains were settled before the hills i was born while he had not yet made the earth and the fields or the first of the dust of the earth when he established the heavens i wisdom was there when he drew a circle upon the face of the deep when he made firm the skies above when the fountains and the springs of the deep became fixed and strong when he set for the sea its boundary so that the waters would not transgress his commands when he marked out the foundations of the earth then i was beside him as a master craftsman and i was daily his delight rejoicing before him always this scripture is about wisdom and i was going to go in that direction but there was a question, and when I was reading this scripture, God told me to say this instead. Yes, while I created, wisdom was there. But so were you. you. watched me as I formed the heavens. You heard me as I called the light. You saw me share a portion of my glory with this earth. God wants you to know that you were planned. He always intended for you to exist. But don't confuse him with man. He is perfect and he is good. But the heart of a man who does not know God is exceedingly wicked. Exceedingly wicked. Maybe you were the result of an evil deed and you've suffered shame and ridicule for it. Something that wasn't even your fault to begin with but have you ever tried to look at it from God's perspective from God's point of view maybe you want the result of an evil deed but a reward in spite of an evil deed God takes the bad people do and turns it to good for his glory you didn't come here because of evil. You came here in spite of evil. Don't let Satan kill you off before you've taken flight, because he will if you give him the opportunity to. He will. What the devil thinks is not what is. You are here because God wants you to be here. So listen to Him. Stop trying to broker favor with men. Broker it with God. You already have it with God. You don't even need to broker it. It's like, it's like you walk into an office. You have unhindered access to the CEO, but you're begging the cleaners for help. Now, if these mockers, if they ought to be reflecting God, but only do so in word alone, don't be the same as them. Giving evil for evil towards others or towards yourself makes you no better than them, and you have to be better. Because you have to be like God. And he can't help you if you decide to wear the devil's rags. He will never, ever overstep or overrule your will. That's why you have to surrender it. You, you give it to him. So don't do to others what they do to you because of what they do to you. Or because of who they proclaim themselves to be. Don't look at them. Look at Jesus. The the, the things that he has gone through just for you. You shouldn't take any other person in mind. Remember that if you imitate your oppressors, sooner or later, you become them. I really hope you were here this night to hear this. I'll end it here now. Let us say a little prayer. Please join me. Abba Father, thank you for last week. Thank you for this week. And thank you for next week. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my life. Thank you for your life. Let these words, Lord, Rest in my heart. Let my mind continuously stray to it as I start my day and as I end my day. Guide me with your wisdom. Help me show you love. Thank you for caring so much about me. Help me to take care of you, Lord, by taking care of your own. In Jesus name amen all right then thank you so much for tuning in this night next week we're gonna take on proverbs from chapter 9 to 11 so read ahead and you know we'll meet up here same time next week Tuesday until then stay blessed bye my name is Sharon tanko and I hope you were blessed by this sermon And that it opened your heart to new knowledge from our father for those of you who haven't taken that vital step in accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior but would like to do so now please say this prayer with me dear Lord I know that you went to the cross and died for me I know that on the third day you rose I know you did this because you love me you showed me a deeper love a love that goes beyond dying and into overcoming death and now knowing this I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior come into my life today sweet Lord so that I may be one with the Father I thank you for your mercy I thank you for your forgiveness and I thank you for this great love. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, thank you and welcome to the kingdom of God, my brother, my sister. God will have his way with you. Lord. Now, if you would like to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Say A Little Prayer Nigeria. That is, Say A Little Prayer NG, both on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to share and pray with you. If you want to learn more beyond the podcast, you can visit my pastor, Reverend Delisantanko, both on Facebook and on YouTube. His his preaching is easy to follow, and it's easier still to grasp and have a deeper, more precise understanding of our Heavenly Father. If this podcast has inspired you, and you feel the need to sow a seed into it, you can give an offering at 140 32 36 that is 0140 32 3 Guarantee Trust Bank or you can give at 151 1321 721 that is 151 1 1 1 1 at Access Bank. God bless you as you give. God bless you as you give. Now, don't forget to say a little prayer for you and your loved ones. Thank you and stay blessed.